Hey, uh, do you know um, what you call a fish wearing a bow tie? Mm, nope. Sophisticated. <sighs> Welcome. You've made it. This is Rhymes with Decora. This is Benji Nichols from Inspired Media. Show number one. We're doing this. It's a podcast. Believe it or not, it is happening. We're super excited about it. That's our good friend Nick Zielinski banging away in the background. You can find him on Instagram. Indicative of drumming. We're here. I have with me very special guest number one, the one and only Aaron Henning Nichols. Welcome. Thank you. I could say official also. Official. For the fish with the bow tie. Fish with a bow tie. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, I'm glad to have you here. Technically, um, you're kind of my boss. Mm, Um, This is true. But also technically, we uh, work together. We've been working together for 15 years. Got married 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, we're also married, right? Yeah, we do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're here at uh, my little office downtown, which is, um, you know, we use we're the first 10 years we spent with desks facing each other, and now we're here across my desk here at, at the office, right? Uh, which is, has been a, a beautiful thing. Yeah, I'm glad this podcast takes you down to your office more often. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> our, do- our dog is not glad, but she comes once in a while too. Anyway. We are here to kick off this podcast and tell some stories about you, about us, about what we do, uh, about the format of this thing. Uh, we're shooting for half hour, half hour shows. This is a, a, uh, a companion podcast, I'm calling it, Too Inspired. But, you know, the thing I really want to do is explore other, other things, other topics, other challenges, all that good stuff um, for our region. And for Decora, rhymes with Decora, you know, tagline, stories about communities you love by, by people, people you, you trust. trust. Oh, that's We should have timed that better. Cheese ball. It's good, though. Um, you know, so I have wanted to do this for years. Some people might know I had a few years in public radio production back in the day. And that actually might be how we met. It is how we met. Isn't it? Should I tell the story? Yeah, sure. Tell the story. So I came back from China. I taught English there for a year and landed in Decora where my parents What did you do before lived. you went to China? Uh, I nannied my nephew for a brief spell after college. Where'd you go to college, Erin? I went to University of <laughs> Iowa, and then I did a semester in Toronto where we um, produced magazines. We learned about making magazines, which was very handy uh, in present situation. So after that, I traveled to China, and I taught English for a year because I knew if I didn't travel that I maybe would never do it in a big way. But I came back, and I started working at the Decorah newspaper. And the first story that came across my desk was um, about a local boy does good. He was the associate producer on a public radio show (laughs) CD. It was NG Nichols, in case you hadn't guessed. And I interviewed him on the phone, and it was a good conversation. I was, was like, oh, I like this guy. And then a month later, he came to visit his folks, and we met, and that was kind of it. It was kind of I remember one thing about that conversation. I was sitting on a uh, bench downtown in Petaluma, California, another chicken town, as I like to say. And um, uh, Petaluma is a northern California town. It's a great little town city, most famous from the scenes that were filmed in Greece, amongst other things. Um, 
butter and eggs day parade. Anyway, point being, uh, Harley motorcycles are also very popular there. And I remember being on the phone and a big Harley coming down the street and making noise and not being able to talk and being like, oh, it's a hog, but you know, not like the hogs they have in Iowa mm. and blah, blah, blah. You were like, oh, they love their hogs around here. Exactly. And then we laughed and he said, not that kind of hog. Yeah. And it was totally, it made it like the end of the story. Also worth noting, we're recording this at my office downtown, so it's very possible there may be background noise. Mm-hmm. including some of the jackhammering that was going on earlier could return at any moment. So we'll, right. we'll roll with that. It's good. So on our first official date, official, um, official, I told Benji about this idea to start a magazine. Uh, and I had the vision of inspired in my head and how it was all going to go. And he said, let's do it. <laughs> Which is totally <laughs> unlike Benji because he is always like, here are all the things that could possibly go wrong um, now that I know him. But on our, he did not mention any of those things on our first date because I'm always like, yeah, it's all going to succeed. Everything is awesome. We have a good yin and yang relationship like we that. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. We absolutely do. Yes. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was the, de- and that was in the fall of 2006. Um, oh, it was the summer summer of yes. 2006 and i i was moving back by that fall uh i knew i knew i was going to leave california i was circling the wagons that was part of my plan but meeting you hadn't been part of the plan exactly mm-hmm. and uh and then the magazine idea came along and boom here we are almost 15 years later we got married and then the first <clears throat> magazine came out one month after we came back from our honeymoon yeah <laughs> yeah i mean we took a luxurious month to enjoy marriage. Uh, yeah, in retrospect, we probably could have done a little bit more as our young <laughs> selves. I was 26. You were what, 29? I was 17. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's kind of amazing. I, we have talked a lot in more recent years that it, we really hit. We also decided to stay in Decorah just kind of on a, not a whim, but I mean on a like, well, why not try it here? It's as good as anywhere. Right. Right. Which is kind of crazy because we talk about that now and like, I'm not sure we could do what we did then now, just the way that housing is and other things in Decorah, like the challenges are very real. So I feel really lucky that we jumped in when we did and, Mm. and ran with it, you know? Yeah, totally. I, I grew up, you know, in outside of Frankville and I went to Postville High School. Benji and I never knew each other when we were young. Um, but I really fell back in love with Takora when I landed here after China. I lived right downtown and I worked at Lorana waitressing and it was like, this is a really special place. Yeah, absolutely. To, uh, just a dozen steps from T-Box. That's what I remember about that oh, apartment. Yeah, and $3 pictures of Boulevard. <laughs> that's that's a story for another days day. of the past Woo! back with 25 cent donuts that's right uh but there was an amazing time and it's been an incredible run it's been an incredible i always say it's been an incredible decade to have been in decora um you know things just keep happening um we're gonna have some guests on the podcast very soon talking about economic development and uh related things to decora and the region and the, you know winnishie county and beyond you know southeast minnesota western wisconsin i mean it's just been an incredible time to live here i feel like and especially you know through the pandemic and and somewhat post-pandemic at this point you know rural i think rural is in the in the mix you know i think we're legit it's the de-urbanization <laughs> people are moving from the cities exactly mm-hmm. exactly so that's kind of our backstory um you know the early years of the magazine were exciting we learned a lot um mm, so we were, much. we were sort of allowed to learn a lot in running a business which i think is also a really cool experience that um you know, depending on your business, you do or don't get the opportunity to do that. Um, and that was 
you know, something that I feel really fortunate that we were able to do and have people that helped us along the way and kind of prompted us. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the best ways to learn is by doing, right? And that's definitely how we approached running inspired. Uh, there wasn't a really lengthy business plan at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, do you want to tell about the day that our first magazine came out? I mean, first we should also, I always like to give a shout out to Mike Clemish and graphics in Kelmer, whoop, whoop. Um, who was one of our original printers. And we used to get our printed, our covers printed down in uh Prairie Prairie Machine, Machine. right? But I always amazed, you know, cause we could go over to Kelmer and watch the guts of the magazine come off the press, which I, to this day think, Printing presses are magic. Oh, yeah. I understand their machines, but they're magical <laughs> in what they do. But the first day, our magazine came out October of 2007. October 4th. You want to yeah. pick it up? Yeah. Um, and we sent it, sent the files over to Graphics and Kelmer. And then I was really tired. I think I was up until 3 a.m. that night, which little did I know, most of the rest of the magazines, I'd be up all night finishing them before Sign sending a good, to a good the magazine. printers. That's right. Works. Uh, and then we watched it come off the press, but it was not on the right paper. Uh, and I was, it was as emotional in general, just watching this like paper baby be born. Uh, and then I, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, um, so I, I think I, as all artists, you, you look at something that you've produced and you're like, I could do better. And that's sort of a hard thing to reconcile. Um, and so even though we entered the co-op, which was back then farther down on Water Street, yeah. and people clapped when we brought it in. I remember that. <laughs> it was really sweet. And uh, I was like, oh, but I can do better. And then now, I, I mean, it was many years before I was like, yeah, this is good. Like, we're doing good stuff. Right. Even though everyone else thought it was really good from the start. Do you remember what else was happening the night the, the day our first magazine came out that yeah. night? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Obama was speaking at Luther during his campaign. Yet, and yet to be president. Obama. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was a really great speech, I remember. But we were trying to hand these free magazines right. out to Luther students. And they were like, oh, oh no, thanks. No, thanks. And yeah, I was yeah, like, I'm oh. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> but, that was one of the coolest political events I've ever seen in Decorah, though. I was telling somebody that the other day that didn't know that it happened. And they, they framed it on the street at the triangle in front of Campus House and Corin. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. Uh, and on a stage outside. It was just a gorgeous fall night. Um, but yeah, I remember having handfuls of magazines and just trying to hand people like, hey, check it out, local magazine. It's a political event. People are just uh -huh. like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Get away from me. Yeah. And it was <laughs> I all want, like, I don't, want, I don't want what you're giving away. Yes, we can. And <laughs> I'm fired up. And I was like, yeah, I'm fired up too, Barack. <laughs> like, let's do this thing. Let's change the world. Uh, but this is not a po political podcast. Well, well not, not, not wait longer. Um, but no, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, that has always been one of your taglines for the magazine. I mean, the, the whole concept from, from what you have wanted to do with Inspired from the beginning is to help create and strengthen communities. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and really, it's like we know it can sound a little cheesy, but to change the world, you know, one community at a time, one step at a time. That's That's the crux, right? Right, because it can feel so daunting to look at the world and be like, how can I make a dent? How can I make anything better? Uh, and on a scale like that, it's really difficult. But when you look at the community right outside your doors, you can change your neighbor's life. You can change, um, you know, a whole classroom of children's lives. You can change your community. And that's how you change the world. Absolutely. That is that is it. I, I love that concept. And that's partly, you know, what... I think has kept us going, you know, this long and through thick and thin and challenges and totally what made you uh, propose to me, right? 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. That was it. She's so positive. She's so She's positive. She's going to balance me out so well. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I'll talk about from the beginning too, I mean, if, if you don't know Inspired, you, you've heard about it by now. Our website is iloveinspired.com. That's iloveinspired.com. We have a whole new website coming. We might talk about that in a little bit. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. Um, but, you know, we've learned a lot along the way with that as well. And, you know, print has always been super important to you, even through the pandemic. Um, currently, there are just mass issues going on in the supply chain market with offset paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something we have committed to through and through is that, you know, we are a print magazine. You know, and that's right. that's really important. And we like it to feel good and look good and have something people want to pick up again and again and again. Right. One thing I love about Inspired is that not only does it bring like it provides something for tourists, but people who live here already, they can pick it up and say, look where I live. It, it fosters a sense of town pride that I really love because I, I think for a while people thought it's not cool to love your hometown it's not cool to go home from college and I'm like mm, let's turn that idea on its head town pride is awesome right yes yeah absolutely and man I, I am so excited that I am going to be able to talk with people from across our region via this podcast and this concept because there's so many conversations I want to have and you know me I am constantly in motion like I, I don't sit still well this is true this works to my advantage at times Hmm. other times it does not but one of the things i really want to be able to do is is tell those stories right from across the region and and being a print magazine and quarterly we don't always you know we we can only fit in so much and we do a great job with that but then i want to be able to tell the stories around the edges too yeah and be able to cover those things and maybe some of the things we can't work into the magazine or or some of the challenges and and all of those things and man there are some huge challenges in our times and in our region um you know you and i have been to the uh iowa rural rural summit tough word yeah i know rural economic development summit um you know and other statewide platforms and people are talking about those things it's housing it's child care it's broadband it's um you name it you know labor force all those things and and i I want to dig into those things more, but tell them in a positive light, just like we do in the magazine. Mm-hmm. And personally, I'm excited that I get to hear your radio voice more because hey. it's, it's really a good radio voice. Oh, I'll have to tell that story sometime too, how I uh, <laughs> fell into that business, huh? That's a good story too. I like it. We're going to take a real quick break. Uh, we're going to hear from our sponsor for these first couple of shows, our good friend, Mr. Eric Sovereign at Cardboard Robot. Happy find birthday, them Eric. online, cardbot.com, card-bot.com. Uh, and then we're going to be back. We're going to talk a little bit about the Goldman Sachs 10K small business program. A couple other things. Sound good? Good. Awesome. We'll be back. Hey, this is Eric from Cardboard Robot. Uh, we're sponsoring this thing. We're downtown Decora. We sell art supplies and clever toys and stuff. And when Skip the Dog and I are not eating red chicken curry, we're listening to Rhymes with Decora. That's right. There he is. I love Thank that you. guy. He's the best. Thank you, Mr. Eric, so- Eric Sovereign and his wife, Shannon Horton. Uh, Cardboard Robot, downtown Decora on Winnebago Street. Find them online at card-bot.com. What are you going to make today? That is what we're talking about. And they can keep you supplied for fun stuff. Summer, 
fall, winter, whatever the season. He's got fun stuff. You need it. You can keep busy, make cool stuff. We love him. It's good stuff. My office might be located near there. Yeah, we can stomp <laughs> on the floor and he might hear us. Hey, Eric. Hey, also, <laughs> we're going to get you, after we're done with this, to record a little tagline for Inspired that I'll use on all the future podcasts, too. Love it. Yeah, absolutely, because uh, this is a project of Inspired Media, and we're going to keep building on that as uh, as we go, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I also get to use my favorite sound effect here and there, which is... This is where I enter with wings. Yeah. Deep, deep breath. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about something that has taken up a lot of your time and energy and given you so much lately. And that is the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program. 10KSB. 10KSB. For those in the, in the hot take zone. But this is a program that we found out about a few years ago, right? Yes. Uh, How did we find out about it? <laughs> I was getting there. Uh <laughs> Dan Bell Richard. Dan he is Bell the Richard. owner and founder of Sogo Snacks. We're definitely um, going to talk with him at some point. He did the program. I think he was maybe in cohort two or three. I was in cohort seven here. They have two a year. Uh, he was telling us about it and saying how valuable it was and how great it was. And I was like, yeah, I really want to apply. And I would have applied actually probably a couple years ago, but then the whole pandemic. Um, that thing. The whole schooling from home, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I applied last summer and was really excited to have been selected. And we started, uh, it was mid-February and we had 12, it really worked out to 13 weeks of intensive curriculum, lots of Zooms, a couple, we had a in-person orientation and we just got back from an in-person graduation. Yeah. And, um, in Des Moines. In Des Moines. Well, yeah. Ankeny, technically. I'm at sorry, DMAC. in Ankeny at the Des Moines Area Community College. So the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program, um, they are in, uh, I can't remember how many states. Yes, yeah, several, like many states. Well, right. yeah, it's not as many as you think. So there are 12,000 graduates in the nation, and Iowa now has just over 200 graduates of this program of which you are one of which i am now an and, alumni and our friend lisa lance and lisa lance too from the get up um, in downtown decora yeah, yeah it was amazing so there were 21 of us in the cohort and they're from businesses that really just span the gamut in terms of um industry um i was actually one of two magazines and then lisa there with retail and coffee shops uh, it was really Really amazing to see the varied opportunities for Iowans and business owners in Iowans. And the, I mean, the basis is essentially a small business, um, like a master's in, program, right? A master's or an incubator, not an incubator, but like an a accelerator. Master, accelerator. Thank yes. you. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, yeah. So we really, it was like fire hose. Like we're learning each week. We learned, and we learned a new. <laughs> we did. We did. Did you learn good? We learned good. We learned something new every week that had to do with our business. Um, and they really nailed the formula. It was developed with Babson College and Goldman Sachs. And the yes. curriculum walks you through and you you do the you answer the questions, questions you didn't even know you needed to be asked about your business. Mm, yeah. And then you make progress. At the end, you're like, look at all the progress I made. Look at how much more I know about business. Um, it was amazing. I am really so grateful for it and excited about where Inspired is going next. Absolutely. And that's part of the story. So, I mean, you started the program. It is a lot of work. 
Oh yeah, definitely. It's not nothing. It's pretty intense. And you use the what did you say? The magical hours of the often under yeah. underutilized hours of 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. In addition to the zooms <laughs> on Monday and Friday and Thursday and Wednesday, uh, you know they said it's like 15 hours a week. It was probably more like 20 to 25 hours a week. Right. On top of running your business, still. It's, it's not nothing. No, but it was worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, you know, I mean, so tell me. You know, how, how do you can tell me how far you want to go into about inspired, but I mean, you know, you're really looking at next level, next level steps. Yeah, we have a three pronged approach. <laughs> uh, my growth plan involves, um, well, my ultimate goal is I want to franchise inspired. I want other communities to have what we have here in Decorah and we can change the world one community at a time and we're moving yes. out to those other communities so that we can create ripples in other locations and it gets bigger and bigger. It's very exciting. Uh, but the first step is our new website so we can get our great content in front of a wider audience and our advertisers as well. And Absolutely. Then, then the next step is um, expanding our membership program because uh, we have really great, I mean, positive news should be free to anyone, no matter their status, which is why we have always been free on stands. But there are really fine humans who want to support our endeavors. So we want to make it clear how they can do that. And then um, we're yes. also working on a community buy-in program where we can better support the communities we serve. We can kind of partner better to show or showcase, I guess, yes. what we have in our readership. I love that. I love it. You know, we something I always have to describe to people, you know, you and I have both done some work more on a, like a, a cross state level at this point. So not just in our region, Northeast Iowa, but working with people from across the state. And something I find having to describe often is running a small business in a corner of the state, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and there are people who certainly understand this if you live in Council Bluffs or, you know, take your pick, but like, we, on any given day, I can work with Inspired in three different states. Right. <laughs> and that's, uh, there are lots of businesses that do that. There are lots of businesses that work nationwide, but for a small business, like, it's kind of crazy. But something we've seen since the beginning, right, is that we live in this really special place. And one of the things that makes it super special is that we have Southeast Minnesota, Western Wisconsin, and Northeast Iowa in our region, Right. Right. And they're all really different places. They're all really amazing. They're all beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. You can totally escape in any of them and they have great amenities for doing that. Um, and so, you know, I, I love telling that part of the story. But when we look across other parts of the state or other parts of other states, I mean, it's really neat. Every town has its story, right? Yeah. Every region has its story. And, and, and every town has something to offer and you just have to find out how you accent accentuate, right? The positive. I'm not going into that song, but <laughs> I wish, wish I had a clip. I know. Right. Uh, but it's, <laughs> are we going out? Are we, am I, no, am I, is no. this my, you're pulling the hook. No. <laughs> I go and I hear other t people talk about their communities and I'm, I, I'm just like, you need it inspired. You need it inspired. You need it inspired because uh, exactly because every, every community has people who are making a difference and who are inspiring and we just need to tell their stories. I love it. Let's back up to website for a second. Okay. I think I could do an entire, there are entire series of podcasts about websites and business websites. Mm. I will say, I think as a small business that wants a website that continues to change, we're on our, what, our third or fourth generation of a website at this point in 15 years. Yeah. We start out with a blog, blah, 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 blah. doesn't matter. Yeah. This but one's like, going to be the best. This one is going to be the best yet, mm -hmm. but it's taken a long time. And I, I feel like that is something that a lot of businesses get hung up on 
And it's tricky because things change fast online. The Mm -hmm. world changes fast online. It's partly why I want to do this show is because even though we're behind the curve in terms of like everyone doing a podcast, um, I've thought about the idea. People have planted the seed on the idea, which is something else we're going to talk more about in future shows. Um, But it's like, you know, telling those stories and help putting that word out in different ways is what connects to people. Definitely. Um, and, you know, people don't understand in Northeast Iowa, especially up until a couple of years ago. Like, why would you print, you know, friends from Des Moines? Like, why are you printing a print magazine? And it's like, have you been to rural Iowa? <laughs> like, mm. Especially outside of the last few years. I mean, there's, they're burying fiber everywhere now. But I mean, you know, we still have friends, uh, who, uh, my parents, who literally can't get the internet at right. their house. And they're within a mile of city limits. Right. Right. And that's a reality of rural Iowa. And you have an aging population that it may or may not be online. Uh, you have all those things. You just you have to serve all of those groups. Right. Right. And then you just don't get the town pride out of a website. Like not as much like look at this cool website. This represents where <laughs> I'm from. Like, I don't know. You're going to throw a phone at them. Um <laughs> I'd much rather have a really beautifully designed magazine in my hands. Yeah, and you can throw a magazine. Or listening to an awesome podcast. Or that. Because you can now make a radio show in your office. It's like your grandma was like, how can you make a magazine in your dining room? And I'm like, I mean, technology is is amazing and it does have its place. And I'm excited to get our great content onto the internet as well. And you can throw a phone at someone if you want, I guess. Just a little lob. (laughs) Gently, <laughs> I love inspired.com. We don't have a, we don't have a hard deadline yet, but hopefully this summer, right? We'll be seeing well, some cool new stuff. Yeah. I we'll mean, we'll talk I, about it when it happens. I can tell you my sure. goal date, but that's nah, don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> so the one other thing I'll say that we want to do is each quarter when we have a new magazine that comes out, I think we'd love to do one of these chit chats. Yeah. Sure. And maybe we'll even figure out a way to throw it on the Instagrams or somewhere else too. We've messed with that a little bit in the past, but yeah, uh, it'd be fun to share. Uh, we also have an idea that somebody else brought back to us the other day again about maybe doing a launch party yeah. when we do a new issue. Yes, I know you and I in the early days. We talk about that's another show. Uh, we did a lot of events in the early days, especially before we had a kid. Yes. And, um, oh yeah, we did. Because my background's kind of in events as well, and I really love throwing shows and events and stuff. But um, it's complicated. And it takes a lot of energy and time. Um, but we have talked about doing a launch party of some sort or event when we put a new magazine out. And yeah. I think it'd be really fun. Yeah, let us know if you'd come to an inspired launch party. Oh, yeah, let us know. Send give me us a, a note. Like. Yeah, give us a like. You can comment on this. You can send me an email, BenjiNichols at Gmail. You can, um, yeah, a, a pigeon, a carrier pigeon. Mm-hmm. There's lots of those downtown. Maybe Not as many as there used to be. Maybe an owl. An owl. That's a good idea. An owl message. Anyway, uh, Aaron, I really appreciate you doing this first show. I'm super, super excited about Rhymes with Decora. I also appreciate your help in the show notes. I also included some of the alternative names for this podcast <laughs> that you and Roxy and I sat around brainstorming one day. We do love a good brainstorm. Um, Just spitballing here, we like to say. Nickels and cents. Oh, yeah. That was, that was all right. Uh, parts missing. I really like parts missing, although only some people will get how funny that is. Um, dogs, beer, and fish. I mean, or dogs, beer, and bikes. Mm. Um, but, you know, that kind of <laughs> kind of pigeonholes you really quick. Uh, Nichols de Gallo. I also like that Nichols one de a Gallo. lot. But, uh, or Muggles in the Middle. Muggles <laughs> in the Middle. That was mine. <laughs> a, you can't tell the we, Harry Potter references here. I've, I've read it a few times. Cease, or Middling. That was the other one. Oh, yeah. But anyway, Rhymes with Decora is, is the title we went with. I really love it. I think it's perfect. Yes, I know there are a couple things that rhyme with Decora, and we'll unpack those maybe in some future shows. But in general, you know, why I liked it is that, you know, there isn't a whole lot that rhymes with Decora, and I feel like that's appropriate. 
I and, concur. And I think that what's happening here in our region is really cool. And there are people working really hard at tackling the good stuff and the hard stuff and everything else. And those are the stories I want to tell, right? Yeah. It's the stuff we're going to keep on doing. Aaron Henny Nichols, you're the best. No, you're the best. No, you're the best. I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> okay, fine. Not, not, oh, <laughs> there it is. Oh, just kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you being along for the ride on this podcast adventure. This has been the first episode ever of Rhymes with Decora. Stories about communities you love by people you trust. A project of Inspired Media. Find us online at iloveinspired.com. Also, thank you to Cardboard Robot. Find them online at card-bot.com or on the lovely Winnebago Street in downtown Decorah. You are listening to Nick Zelinski on the drums and other things. Nick is amazing. He lives on our street. He and his awesome family are great Decorah folks. You can find him online on the Instagram at Indicative of Drumming. Nick is an awesome guy. We appreciate his contributions to this project. Thanks for being here, Aaron. Thanks for having me, Benji. Yay, um, Benji Nichols. Until next time, Rhymes with Decora. Bye.